0: Hello from a and Night Country. This is Tim McArdle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal. And welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Wacken Nights. All right, we're going to kick off the podcast this week uh, with continuing our student check-in. It's been an exciting uh, um, opportunity each week to kind of get into uh, our Knights' houses and, you know, talk to Knights. And uh, this week, we're continuing that by uh, uh, a trip into the Fisher's house. So I want to welcome both Emmanuel and Simeon to, uh, you know, to the uh, podcast. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing?
1: Uh, We're doing really well. You know, yeah, we're doing um, as okay as we can at this time.
0: So we got Emmanuel here is a, is a, a current freshman, and we have uh, uh, Simeon here um, uh, that is that is an eighth grader, and we want to welcome these guys. So I'll start with. Uh, with you, Emmanuel, why don't you walk us through kind of, you know, what's been your, you know, what, what, what's your new normal? We're finishing up week number nine from home. You know, what, what's been your routine? You know, how, you know, what does it look like uh, behind the scenes for you?
1: Well, I um, do my best to, like, go to sleep on time and wake up early so I can get, um, check my email and make sure I don't have any missing assignments. Um, I try to stay on top of all the, those things so that I don't fall too far behind.
0: And how about you, Emmanuel? Or uh, how about you, Simeon? What's been your, uh, you know, your your daily routine?
2: My daily routine is really uh, making sure to wake up, and then once I do that, I usually go on Google, Google Classroom, check anything I have to do, make sure I always get outside and get everything done.
0: <laughs> nice. I like how you said you got to remember to wake up. That's always a good. That's uh, always good something to remember. So. Um, Emmanuel, uh, you've, you've really, anyone that knows you knows that, you know, you're, you know, you really take your, your physique seriously, You're you know, you're diehard, athlete, um, you know, you, you, unfortunately coming off of, of, of an injury, um, talk to us about, you know, what, how are you, you know, staying in shape from home? What are you doing to, you know, to keep, you know, keep, you know, keep, keep things, uh, you know, nice and tight.
1: Well, I still do rehab for my knee I make sure like I'm doing squats and stuff and leg exercises um during I was supposed to be doing track, but um since the whole like coronavirus thing I've been um trying to get outside as as much as I can and I'm preparing for football season
0: nice let's talk about you know you you do uh track and football this year you were supposed to be on varsity uh track um what what does it mean for you now, kind of like emerging and you know onto these teams? You're coming off an injury. What does it mean for you to you know to be a part of uh, of the Wacken Knights teams at, at the JV varsity level?
1: Well, I just want to uh, do as best as I can. I want to outperform as I did when I first came. So I want to completely um, just dominate on the field and whatever I do, honestly.
0: And how hard has it been for you to kind of recover from, you know, from the cartilage tear that you had? What are some of the things that you've had to do to kind of get the knee, you know, back back in gear?
1: I've had to do some pretty weird stretches, and like the whole like process was long, but it was definitely worth it. Um, some of the things that they had me do were uh, not normal to me. So once I got used to those, then um, started to, um, I started to find myself, and then I got finished with all of that and just getting ready.
0: So, I mean, you know, one of the things, as, as bad as it is to get injured, it's almost kind of like a blessing in disguise because you kind of come out of it even better than you were before, and you kind of know your body more and know how to kind of prepare your body. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir. So, Simeon, uh, you know, junior high, you know, eighth, this is your, you know, your last year before you come up to the senior high. You know, you've been very active in track and and football as well um, you know how would you kind of describe the last 2 years here for you you know as 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 a as a night here in the junior at the junior high level
2: i would describe them as a very it was very nice coming into uh, leroy and coming into 7th and 8th grade i've had a lot of fun i've met new people i've made a lot of friends it's been great the sports have been amazing i really enjoy it
0: now, do you, do you have a uh, a sport that you like better between track and football, or are they equal uh, equal loves for you?
2: Well, I would say football mainly because of the things I do more than a little more than track.
0: Okay, and uh, you know this past year, you know uh, playing uh, you know at at the modified level with uh, you know w- with Coach uh, Dwyer. How cool was it to play for him? You know he's a college. You know, was a college uh, coach, was a college player, and a prolific high school player. Um, you know, how how was it playing for him the last two years?
2: It was great. Yeah, it, there were some great moments, and I was glad when I had him as a coach. It was a very nice experience. He definitely was a. a it was a great moment for me, and I think that uh, I would enjoy moving up and or staying with him
0: so you're, you're going to be looking to get on the JV squad next year, and, and this group of boys that you guys are with are a very, very solid group at the eighth grade level. you know how you guys have had good success across you know a lot of sports and um, you know what, what what's different about you guys that that has you guys uh, you know hitting on all cylinders?
2: Um, I definitely think what's different is that we've grown. We've grown in all different kinds of ways. I think that we're going to definitely exceed the limits this year and that there's basically nothing that's going to stop
0: us. Man, I love hearing that. You got me ready to run through a wall here. It's uh, I'm pumped up. That's good to hear that. Um, Emmanuel. so next year, you know, you're going to be a 10th grader going into sophomore year. You know, you, when you did your scheduling process this year, you got, you know, you know, probably for the first time, you know, you got to see a lot of different options. Talk about the type of courses uh, that you're, that, you know, that you maybe chose, you know, that uh, out of the ordinary, uh, normal courses that you have to take. What are some of those electives and some of the, the direction that maybe you're thinking career-wise? Well,
1: I can't really remember a lot of the courses that I'm going to take, but I definitely know I want to go into the field of physical therapy. Uh, Ever since my injury, I really wanted to do it because I saw, like, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I want to get into physical therapy more.
0: Yeah, nice. It's funny because there's a handful of people that, uh, you know, that that have got injured. That's kind of their way into that career. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to take our sports med uh, course uh, uh, one of these years, too, with Amanda Shefflin, our trainer, because that would be a great opportunity for you.
1: Uh, I'll take
0: that into consideration. Good. I'll make I'll I'll make sure she puts you on the list. Um, and then, Emmanuel, as far as just like how is it? You know, you know, how have you enjoyed? You know, you guys, you know, moved in here a couple of years ago. How how has been the transition for you now being here? You know, fully fledged a whack of nights, Knights. You know, how has the journey been from being a new student to being you know just a you know part of the guys? Like how has that gone for you?
1: Um. Coming in here, I had my doubts, but um, now that I've, like, full-fledged, I love it here. I wouldn't want to leave for anything. This is probably, by far, my favorite place.
0: Awesome. That's great. Now, do you have a specific uh, a sport that you like or o- over the other, or do you like them both?
1: I like football over everything.
0: Nice. So let me let's change tune a little bit so you you know you guys uh there's one more of you at your house uh and that's your younger sister and she happens to be a sixth grader uh so we're going to be seeing her here next year are you guys a little nervous that now you got another person coming in here to you know that's gonna you know be watching from afar or, you know how, what's your guys's relationship there
1: well my sister I know she likes the arts and crafts and stuff and she'll probably end up doing like musicals and stuff she has a brilliant voice she's really smart and I'm looking forward to her coming here
0: that's awesome now uh, Simeon if you uh, what are some things that either have you talked to her or what are you going to be telling her about how to be successful at, you know once she gets here as a seventh grader I have talked to
2: her a little bit about it, and I know she is going to do uh, very well. I've talked to her about um, the grade levels and how to um, exceed the limits and everything, and I know she's going to do well in every class.
0: Yeah, because it's really cool because she, you know, she's kind of got the upper hand a little bit because she's able to talk with you guys about, you know, the teachers and the expectations and, you know, knowing the ropes. So, you know, you guys came in here, you know, kind of blind, so to say, not really knowing anything and she's going to get the uh, little preview. So that, that's great. Now, you guys, um, do you give her a little slack at home or do you guys, you know, you guys are, are rough and tough with her?
2: here and there we uh try to be the best uh we can towards her and definitely i'm looking forward to her moving on and i definitely think she will do great
0: awesome so everyone wants to know so if i get i get emmanuel on lane one and i put uh simeon on lane four and we're gonna run the 50 the 100 who's winning the race
1: uh, me uh, every single time. <laughs> I'm
2: faster than him. I would like to. Uh, I would like to say something though. I uh, I definitely think he, he is older. He's he's pretty faster, but uh, my endurance beats him in the 400. So I would like to exclude him from that rate.
0: All right. So the 400, Simeon. Like money's on you that you can out. You you got better endurance. You're saying?
2: Yeah, money's on me.
0: Okay, I like that. Well, I mean this this could be something we're going to have to uh maybe look for uh, when we get back here, check to see out uh, who who's got the 54. I mean, it's uh it, I'm sure it's going to be a great race and it must be really cool for both of you guys to be able to push each other and and help each other get better each day. That that's great. That's awesome. Um And yeah, special shout out to your parents, great people, Uh, great to see them here on campus. Uh, uh, What do you have to say about your parents? How's it been being at home as much as you have with them?
2: Well, for me, it's been very, uh, it's been very nice. We've enjoyed a lot of family time, a lot of family experiences. We've done movie nights, board games, very influential. I think that we are doing great with this new normal, and I love to sit here with
1: my family.
0: Awesome. Well, listen, guys, I can't thank you enough for taking time uh, to talk with us. You guys are two uh, of our outstanding Knights, uh, represent our school so well. And we're just so proud uh, of everything that you guys have done in the short time that you've been here. And we can't wait to see, you know, what the future holds for both of you guys and your sister as she comes here as well. Uh, we're, we're just very, very impressed. And uh, we can't thank you guys enough for your hard work. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So thanks for joining uh, us on the podcast this week, and uh, keep working hard both academically and athletically from home there. We will. Next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to continuing to spotlight uh, our, our community members, our connections that we have with our school. Uh, this week is, uh, tw- is uh, National Police Week, here across the country. So uh, no better uh, person to come on this week than 2014 alum uh, Stephen Capitelli. Uh, Cap, great to have you on the podcast this week. Great to be here. And uh, Cap is currently uh, a, a police officer here in, uh, in, in, in on the Leroy Police Department, a proud member. Uh, he's done an outstanding job. Uh, we're going to get into that in a second, but Let's uh, let's go back. You know, here, you know, back here in a whack a night country, a proud, as uh, like I said, a twenty fourteen alum. Um, you know, you were a, a heck of an athlete, great student. Uh, you know, just you know, he, you know, really took advantage of the full experience here. You know, kind of looking back today. You know, I mean, you're now six years out. Uh, you know, what what still sticks with you? What you know? what, what are some of your better uh, memories? Uh, I
3: always, when I look back and think about my high school career, I always think about Fridays. on wearing the jersey at school for football and just game days. I really look forward to, you know, sports was one of my favorite things about high school. You know, making memories of doing that and hanging out with friends. So when it comes down to that, I would probably say it's my favorite memory of high school.
0: And, you know, you had the opportunity to play for some great coaches, you know, during your time. And, um, you know, talked about... You know the you know the, the the experience of having played for coach Moran um you know and and how he and, and that and that staff kind of impacted your you know your, your the rest of your life
1: yeah uh
3: I really really enjoyed playing for coach Moran uh one thing that I think I took away from him being a coach in football is the importance of being disciplined and working as a team. To achieve some goal uh, to achieve your goals and uh, you know especially with football it's all about camaraderie and being a team and really working as a unified machine to to really achieve your goals so I think you did a great job and you know making sure everybody knew that now, um,
0: now one yeah. of the cool things about you know you you know growing up here in town uh, is you grew up with you know a house full of of uh, competitors, let's call them, you know, aka brothers and sisters. Um, you know, so along with you know the influence that you got from coaching. I mean, talk about the influence that you had just within your own home um, and how that kind of helped shape you. You know, you know, in in, in all walks of life.
3: Yeah, everything uh, everything was a competition, especially between me and my brother. A year apart, so whatever it was, we we're always trying to be better than one another. Um, Growing up in a family that was split between Leroy and Caledonia, and having cousins the same age in Calabo really made Thanksgiving interesting in our football season.
0: <laughs> yeah, speak so. speak to that. I mean, uh, you know, I we, we had uh, your uncle on, uh, Uncle Cap, uh, on the podcast a few weeks ago, and um, you know, he talked, you know, talked about that cal leroy rivalry. I mean, and obviously for you guys, it, it, it runs even deeper because of those family connections, like you said. And, you know, just so many people kind of on both sides of of the fence, so to say. So talk about, like, you know, any inside cool stories that happen between you guys, like in competition or anything that would be, you know, of, of note.
3: Yeah. Well, it was always nice to go down to Killmong for the holidays and, you know, have that win in football season up your sleeve to kind of pull it out and brag a little bit at the dinner table. But we played against each other from, you know, Wee football all the way up through our senior year. So it was a long long rivalry, family rivalry. So, yeah, I know one year uh they beat us and they actually made a pie or something for Thanksgiving that said Killmong beat. Lira, and for the score on it or something, so that was uh, that was hard to eat.
0: (laughs) I I can only imagine. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool, really cool situation. And now you know your your sister here. uh, You know is our school uh, psychologist, and uh, it's great having her here on board and and you know kind of continue your guys' legacy. You know right right inside. You know the. Uh, the, uh, the the walls here, and also as a coach. And uh, what does it mean for you to have her back here? You know, working and um, you know, and, and representing the the family.
3: I think it's awesome. I'm really glad she you know chose to come back and work where it all started, really. And uh, her coaching, and just you know, I mean, if she wasn't coaching, I probably you know want to go back and watch girls basketball. But I'm glad she coaches because you know that draws. You know my entire family there, just like we had someone playing. And we go and we cheer her on, just like she's out there on the court.
0: Yeah, you you, you definitely hit the nail on, on the on the coffin there. By when when you guys travel, the Capitelli family travels deep. You know, I mean, you guys fill up a great yeah. section uh, wherever it is, and you know, it's great to see you know Grandpa Archie and uh, you know and Vic coming in from Caledonia. And you guys, you know, uh, like we were talking about last time. I mean. Uh, You know, win or loss is broken down for many more hours after the game.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I always expect a phone call from Grandpa Archie or Grandpa Sully just to break down the game and tell you what you could have did better and what you did good. So it was like having another coach after the
0: game. Yeah, I can only imagine. So after you know after school you you know you, you kind of followed uh, you know you pursued law enforcement. Talk to us about kind of how you know you went from being a, a you know a senior here and then you know in uniform. You know talk about you know the di- different hurdles that you had or just kind of how your your career path was to get to where you were.
3: Yeah, so um, you know, I did Eagle Academy my senior year, and that's kind of. When I finally like realized like, you know, I want to be, I want to go into law enforcement and, you know, follow that career path because I like, I enjoy helping people. I like making a difference. But yeah, so I went there, I went to GCC, did my two years at GCC and yeah, take a bunch of the civil service tests and that's pretty much what I did. And then I, by happenstance, I just did well on the test and they were interviewed me and that was pretty much it.
0: So on the job as a as a police officer here in leroy um you know, t- like talk to us about your hours and then talk to us about you know like the your your roles on the job you know things that you know that that you're passionate about or things that you maybe like the best about your job
3: uh well, I work nights, so I don't see too many too many people out, but it's a whole different world at night. Especially, you know, trying to stay up all night. And, you know, you go from going to bed when the sun goes down and being up all day when the sun's out. But, you know, in police world, you got to adjust. And one of the things I had to adjust to is going to bed when the sun comes up and staying awake when the sun goes down. So that's probably one of the hardest adjustments I've had to make. But, uh Yeah.
0: Now as far as the you know, being on a team, you know, with, with your fellow first responders, you know, what you know, talk about that partnership between, you know, the you know, the, the community, the school, um, you know, what, what and, and how important your guys' job and role is here in, in, in Leroy.
3: Yeah, so a big part of what makes us successful in what we do is having great partnerships with the local schools and All the local businesses, you know, uh, partner with them and sometimes they might have insight on something that might happen or, you know, just get out into the public and making people realize that us police officers, you know, we're human too. We're not out to get everybody. We like to be out and, you know, have fun and, you know, join in on community service. We're not bad people. So that's what, uh, you know, that's why I think community relations comes in handy and why I think it's so important.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and, and how, how, you know, fun, cool, whatever word you want to use has it been for you to, you know, to work under such a, a great established chief? Uh, we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago as well. And, uh, you know, a former you know, coach here, uh, you know, did uh, multiple sports over the years and, and just a, a great community person. I mean, how, you know, how has that impacted, you know, your, you know, impacted your, your professional life?
3: Oh, he's awesome. I love working for him. He's a great boss he really He really understand 'cause he you know he he's been a cop forever and he really understands uh you know what it's what it's to be like to you know be new and he makes it easy to transition into the life of a police officer and him being a coach I and mean, he understands the importance of being a team, which I think makes him super successful at the position he's been
0: in. Yeah, absolutely. So if you had to give advice to, you know, like our current students, you know, that, that, that are listening, you know, as far as just kind of following your passion into, you know, in, in, into a profession, you know, if you could go back, you know, sitting back here at school as your sophomore, junior year, now knowing what you, you know, you know, what, what, what advice would you give to our current students around kind of following that passion and, 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 and working their way, you know, into the workforce?
3: yeah i mean if you if you're, if you're super passionate about something and you're really motivated to become whatever you want to be um there's nothing stopping you from doing it you know just go out there you got to have the right mindset and just go and get it
0: yeah absolutely and i think you know one of the really nice things that that we've had a lot of students take advantage of over the years is, is, is the ride-along. And I don't know if you've hosted a, a ride-along yet, but, you know, how, how vital is that type of, like, a shadowing experience? You know, um, in, you know how important is that, do you think?
3: I think it's, it's really important. Um, just It gives them more of a firsthand experience and uh, what the job is actually like. I mean, you could watch cops and live PD on TV, and they're always in chases and running after people. Not always like that, but in some situations, you go from zero to 100 in you know a matter of seconds. That's all it takes for you to get that that one call where you know it's going to get your blood pumping, and you know you're really going to have to buckle down and do your job. And then it goes from you know just driving around the village and looking for traffic violation, so you really have a it really shows a zero to hundred and it's full so and that's where that's where I think people could benefit from. I mean I did ride wings I did two or three while
0: I was in high school. Nice. Well listen, I really appreciate you taking time uh out of your busy schedule uh to to be on the on the podcast this week and um, you you're you're another great example of of, of a great awaken night. Um, and, and all the things that, uh, that you've done for our school, you know, while here and and since, and uh, we look forward to you filling in and being a, a school resource officer from time to time as well too. So, thanks again for uh, for coming back and being on the podcast.
3: Oh, absolutely! I appreciate you having me on here. Um, you know, thanks for the opportunity, and you know, all the seniors for twenty twenty, just keep your tunes up, and you know, it's not over. You still get your college experience, and you know, go out and have fun, and make the most of it.
0: Couldn't have said it better. Thanks very much, dude. Absolutely. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to continuing our spotlight of our staff. And uh, this week, bringing uh, another great staff member onto the podcast, I want to welcome uh, Mrs. Amy Brotherton to the podcast. Ms. Brotherton, how are you today? Doing well, thank you. So thanks for uh, coming on the podcast this week. You're a veteran teacher here at our school and coach. Um, you know, you've, you, you've seen a lot of things over the years, uh, you know, here at Leroy. Talk to, uh, talk to us, you know, you're, you're an English teacher. Um, you know, talk to us about why, te- why you chose teaching as a profession and, and, and why you've enjoyed, you know, your journey as a teacher.
4: Well, it's funny because originally I wasn't going to be a teacher, and I often talk to my seniors about how um, your path isn't always a straight line, and mine certainly wasn't a straight line. I went to school and got a degree in travel and tourism and started that, and that I wasn't really happy with that, and my mom said to me, are you going to be happy doing this for the rest of your life? And I didn't think so. So then I worked in a hospital in the admissions, and, and we had the same conversation, and When I had that job, I started subbing at Attica, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. I really like this. And I kind of, you know, got into helping the teachers after they gave me their plans and, you know, asking them, what can I do to make this better and blah, blah, blah. And so then I just decided that I wanted to go back to school and be a teacher. And I often say that I made the right decision because this has been a great career for me, and I wouldn't have chose anything different. Um, I just love being a teacher because of the, the relationships that I have with the kids. It's funny because teach, uh, a lot of people think teaching is just about the content, and, and that is very important. But the relationship that you make with kids is the ultimate.
0: Yeah, and I think that you, know, you can really see that when if anyone walked into Mrs. B's classroom. You know, one of the cool parts about her class is is the back wall that has these large frames of of recent uh, graduation years and, and it's chuck full of senior photos you know each frame has you know tons of, of senior photos and talk about how you know like you just have that magical bond especially with seniors you know um, you know talk to us about how you you know like what is your you know what's your formula to, to create that and, and and you know and and how what does that mean to you as a teacher
4: I don't know that I really have a formula, but I try to treat my students the way I would want my kids treated. And there have been incidences where I thought, wow, is that really how you want your kid treated? And so I try to think about that and be, um, you know, that person. Um, when I, I try not to get too upset over things and try to have communication with the kids and... Talk about okay, is that really how you wanted to react, or we have fun and then they know how to when to get to business so I think we have a mutual respect for each other, and I try to create that at the very beginning of the year and it seems to go quite well
0: now one of the one of the cool things of being here as long as you have been is you've you, you've had a couple classrooms in two different buildings um, you know very rarely you know does you know does a um, um, a teacher actually like moved to a different building that's brand new. I mean, there's not a lot of new schools, so to say, that, that kind of, you know, open up, uh, you know, around here. So talk to us about just kind of, you know, looking back, reflecting of, of being at the Woolkit Street, you know, a building to now coming here and, and you know, kind of give you know, some perspective to, to that move in that time.
4: Well when I entered the Woolkett Street building they were renovating. So it was kind of strange for me because you didn't really know where you were going. Uh, everything was all over the place. And then everything got settled and it, it was really quite homey, except I was on the third floor and so I would there I had one class on the first floor and one class on the third floor. So I would run up and down to get to my floor and I remember when I was pregnant that wasn't all that much fun. Um and then you know when we moved into the new building, it was just so fresh and airy, and the old building was just homey, but the new building was just um just so different and clean and felt more like a high school only because I don't know if the one floor made it that way or or what, but it was um it was pretty cool to be able to move, although I really loved being in that old building
0: now over the years you, you've you've worn a lot of hats, you know you know being Working as you know, in the extracurricular field in a variety of different things, and and also coaching, um, you know, talk about just how how that part of your job and your connection here at school ha- has been such a, a positive uh, experience for you.
4: It has been a totally positive experience. I think that goes back to the whole relationship thing because you get to know kids on a different level when you are um, engaging with them in and outside things like with the golf team. I still have contact with some of the players that I had way back when I've gone to their weddings. You know, I just think it, it gives you that extra time with them because when you only have 42 minutes or 41 minutes with them in a period and there's 20 kids in a classroom, it's hard to get to know each and every one of them in a total individual way. Like you get to know them, but when you get to spend, three or four hours with them after school out on the golf course or in student council when we used to have, you know, like the homecoming dances or I did just I, um, the advisor of the literary club and, you know, you just get to know kids differently that way. And, and I really enjoyed that part of being an extracurricular advisor or coach.
0: Now, you know, maybe our, 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 Younger students you know or even any student here in this building maybe you know don 't know this, but your first stint as varsity uh, golf coach um, you, you know your 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 team kind of did something very uh, very unique and and, and, is, and is ranked um, you know here in, in the state why don 't you kind of walk people through uh, you know that that historic run of your varsity golf team well, that
4: was pretty exciting. I remember when i um Larry Reed was the coach, golf coach in 1999, and he was going to retire. And one of the golfers said to me, Mrs. B., you need to put in for a golf coach. And I have been a golfer since I was about 12, and I thought, you know, that might be really fun. I'll have little kids at home. So um, it was a consideration, but I decided to do it, and I'm so glad that I did. Um, the boys went 60 matches in a row without losing, And at that time, we were second in the state. I think we might be third in the state at this point. I haven't really looked. But last, was it last year? 2018. No, it wasn't last year. 2018, we were put into the Leroy Hall of Fame for um, that stint of 60 matches in a row. It was just phenomenal. They were very passionate about the sport. They practiced themselves all the time. They were on automatic pilot for for a long time, and, and it was a lot
0: of fun. Yeah, it was really cool to see. I was able to, to watch that induction and see those players, and then it was cool to see some of those players uh, uh, be a part of a very uh, popular video that you guys put together this year with the golf team, um, you know, with current and, and alumni, Hall of Famers. Uh, just shows that strong connection and that team that you have built in the program over the years, so really, really fun. Uh, Let's go back into teaching. So, you know, I think one of the things we always stress with with our students is just really being able to have a diverse skill set and be able to evolve, you know, as things evolve and you know, one of the things that you've had to have done, you know, in your career as a teacher is evolve, you know, your, you know, your own skills, you know, from having little, little to no technology, you know, available when you first started teaching to now having all the different technology things that we have. And, you know, and, and seeing you, you know, engage in that and seeing you evolve as a teacher has been awesome to see. So talk about just the importance of, of being able to be diverse and evolve
4: yeah it's definitely been interesting. I remember when I was in the old building, um, Bill Tripp had a manual typewriter, and you would hear him clucking along on the manual typewriter and to think where we are now um, i even even with this whole quarantine and us doing zooms, the first zoom that I was part of you couldn 't see my picture and i couldn't i couldn 't say anything because i didn 't know how to do. The audio, and then the next time it was uh, you could see my picture, and then the next time I had the audio, and now you know I I feel like I know what I'm doing, and I think that's been the way it has been when we think about typewriters, and then we think about um, doing overhead projectors, and now we're on a smart board. I just think no matter what you're doing, you always have to be evolving whatever career you choose. You're going to start doing something in one way, and then you're going to learn a different way, and hopefully, you know, it will get better and and easier, but I don't think that anybody goes into profession and, and doesn't learn as they go along.
0: So my last question is just kind of, you know, looking back in general, you know, in in, in this current time and... You know you've you you've been a part of the fabric here of Leroy in so many different ways. Uh, you know, just recently, you know, being one of the many cars in in the in the senior uh, uh, parade that we had, dropping off signs, and you know, you've you've been at football games and dances. You know, like what is it truly like, you know, to be an a Knight and, and and to be a part of the of of this school community for you.
4: It's pretty awesome. You know, the kids are great. You can walk into that school no matter who you are, whether you're me or a stranger, and the kids will greet you, and they're smiling, and they have pride for their school, and so do we. I love being part of everything that they do. That whole caravan, I think I spent most of my time crying, you know, when the kids came out, and and they were so excited to see everybody and so thankful. And um, I think, you know, we have a culture that kids are um, glad to be a Knight. They love everything that's been created there for them, the emerging Knights and, and all the things that they can do to be part of the community of the school. And I, I just think that kids are the – kids in Leroy are the best, you know. And I, I've been in a few different schools, and I like hometown schools. And I had an opportunity to move when I was, like, my eighth year in, and I thought about it, and then um, it didn't really work out for me, and I'm glad it didn't because I've made great friendships at school. I've had great relationships with the kids, and um, the culture of Leroy is just so cool all the time. And um, to be a Knight is just awesome.
0: Well, I I can't thank you enough for taking time and and, and sharing uh, your experiences, and you know, you're your, your, uh, just a gem here. And we appreciate all that you've done for our, our school community, and we'll continue to do so. You know, stay strong during this time, and thanks for joining the podcast.
4: Thanks for having me, Tim.
0: We'll finish up the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. This week, I'm going with our posts on May 15th, Friday. Uh, in which we celebrated our senior student-athletes, 35 of them. Uh, It's uh, obviously not the way that we wanted to celebrate and not the way that we wanted to see them go out, but we're making the best of it. And I want to thank our coaches for submitting uh, just great reflections and also all of our families that helped – uh, send in pictures um, to be a part of uh, the celebration on the 15th and uh, we just want to give a, a special shout out to all of our seniors that helped uh, make our programs what they are over the years and uh, participated at a high level and, and their dedication and effort uh, will be a great legacy that'll they have lasted for um, our students coming forward so thank you uh, to our seniors and thank you for tuning in this week from whack and night country uh, we want to thank all of our guests. I want to thank you for continuing your support and listening uh, to this podcast, and we look forward to coming right back at you next week. As always, from Wacken Night Country, Go nights! <music>